What's up, you guys? Happy Tuesday. We're recording in the morning. Hopefully, this episode is going to be up by the time y'all get home from work. So y'all got something to vibe out and listen to or watch. Shout out to the new people that have joined Constance the Podcast. I've been noticing the numbers are going up. So I fuck with y'all. I fuck with everybody that's been here from the jump. I just fuck with everybody. We didn't start with a theme song today because y'all I'm in the works of coming up with something new. Ashley created a jingle. She came up with like two bars. I'm going to sing it for you guys and I'm going to try to add on to it. And you already know how I do. I'm going to keep trying to add on to it every day until I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the one. Okay? So we're going to take it back. We're going to pretend like this never even started. And let's get into the new jingle. Five, six, seven, eight. Constance the Podcast. This is a place for conversation. Constance the Podcast. Leave me a comment. Don't do no hating. Constance the Podcast. Tune in with your girl Constance the Podcast. New episodes of every day. Stay till the end. I don't know. Okay, we're working on it. <laughs> but that's it so far. I really love like the tune, the jingle, the beat. We're going to keep working on it. How are y'all today? I realized that yesterday I didn't even recap on the reality TV. We're going to have to give it like a segment. Like every every start of the week, because y'all know I watch my reality TV on Sundays. Every start of the week, we're going to have to do like a recap reality TV segment. Anyways, the only show that I'm watching right now is Bad Boys L.A. If you ain't watching Bad Boys LA, I want to say you're missing out, but you really ain't missing out because ain't shit going on on the show. But I tune in because what the fuck else is there to watch? I want to talk really quickly about how disheartening it is to see Kyrion keep on getting beat up and he ain't doing shit to fend for himself. Ladies and gentlemen, let's take a lesson from this, from what we keep seeing on Bad Boys LA. You don't have to be a fighter. I think it's okay to, to for everyone to realize that you ain't got to fight all your life. Personally, I tell y'all all the time, I'm a pacifist. I don't fight. If people say some shit and it rubs you the wrong way, you ain't got to speak up, especially if you ain't going to run up. You get what I'm saying? Now, I get it. You ain't got to be a, a runner-up. You ain't got to be a fighter to do the talking. But to me, I don't get why you would talk if you ain't for the fight. It's okay to turn the left cheek, turn the right cheek. It's okay to walk away. Especially if you ain't better throw them hands. Because why are you doing the talking to not throw them hands? And every time somebody throw them hands, you just looking. I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't risk getting my face beat up just so that, just to prove something to somebody. Take a lesson from this book, y'all. Take a lesson from the, this, these past few episodes. Turn the left cheek, walk away. Everybody ain't going to, everybody is not going to coincide with what you say. Everybody ain't going to fuck with what you think. And that's okay. You don't have to prove yourself to anybody especially if you ain't trying to fight just walk away like walking away is enough of a communication it's like all right I think I'm better than this I don't need you as a matter of fact walking away be fucking with the people a lot more because it's like damn I couldn't get under your skin you know I actually don't even know if these people trying to get under your skin whatever that shouldn't even be your reason it's just like your piece is more important stop stop carry on if you ever come across this next time just zip the lips. You ain't got to tell us it's a man, a monster inside. You ain't got to tell us you're going to do X, Y, and Z because we haven't seen it. And it's, it's breaking my heart. I feel like I'm watching like my little brother getting beat up every day after school and he ain't doing shit and I can't do shit to help you, nigga. Just walk away. Okay. So that's the reality TV recap. Everybody knows Basketball Wives, I think, is coming on Sunday. Real Housewives of Atlanta starts back up on Sunday. I'm a tune in. I tell y'all I'm a Nene Leaks fan, but they got me. I'm going to watch it because Sheree is back. They really got to bring Phaedra back. They really got to bring Phaedra and Nene back. That's who they need to bring back. But until then, I'm tuned to fuck in. 
They brought back. Uh, oh well, this is for um, basketball wives. I see Angel Brinks is back. It's it's these franchises are doing what they can do to keep it alive. I I ain't mad at them. Let's get into bitch. Did you see that tweet? Because the other day I said that I had a couple that I wanted to show y'all. So today's bitch. Did you see that tweet? Bitch, did you see that tweet? There is a picture of somebody holding a small Casamigos bottle and two J's. The tweet says, last night was a movie. That tweet was then quote retweeted by someone. And it says, they joking, but on God, this is enough for me to have a good night. L-M-A-O. Let's get into it because I am 25 years old and my body does not turn up like it used to. It can't turn up like it used to. Back in my college days, back in my high school days, niggas was taking bottles to the head. Like we bought a bottle to finish the bottle that day. Nowadays, me and my best friend would buy a wine bottle and drink only one glass and be like, all right, we cool. Wine. I couldn't even do hard liquor like I used to. I'd be sitting, I'd be thinking like, damn, college was a crazy time because in college, everybody knows if you've been in college, niggas was just drinking like their life depended on it. Bitch, you go to the frat party, you get your red cup, you fill it up with beer until the black party start after that. You go to the black party, you fill up on that jungle juice, and the jungle juice is filled with the cheapest liquor possible. So by the end of the night, after you're about three, four cups, you guaranteed to be throwing the fuck up somewhere, and then you ain't done yet. You heading over to whoever house got, whoever got a house, you head over there, you light your J's, you have your good night, and you walk your ass back to the dormitory and end your night and do it all again the next day, starting at like 12 can y'all believe it like niggas used to day drink now i mean for anybody that's in the dmv area anybody that goes like lives close to dc you know you can go to dc to have uh, a day party have a brunch party whatever so that's kind of like the day party style but the shit ends for me at brunch i don't do too much after brunch i got some friends that'll go from brunch to the nighttime club and it's like damn bitch you ain't tired my body can't take it like it used to when i seen that tweet i resonated with it because i'm like them two j's and that casamigos bottle is enough for me to keep it 100 i don't even need the casamigos bottle like if i had the small bottle i'd probably drink a little sip and <laughs> hit my two j's shit hit my j in half and be good i was at rolling loud i had a little ciroc bottle i was in the crowd i was you know do i had a like a it was probably like this big them little personal size airplane shots small Ciroc bottle I'm sitting in the crowd drinking it mind you I'm always gonna have a chaser I ain't too cool for a chaser bitch I'm always gonna have me a chaser I was in the crowd taking my little sip of Ciroc taking my sip of ginger ale somebody from the crowd tapped me talking about drink that whole thing like "Uh uh-uh no you need to know your limits I know my limits baby okay I'm gonna take me sips until the bottle is done I ain't I ain't here to impress nobody I ain't here to play and pretend like I'm queen of drinking, bitch. I'm going to take it slow, as slow as I need to take it. I just ain't a drinker, and I ain't going to cap like I am. My body can't take it like it used to, and it's just like, damn, Constance, you getting old. Every day I realize the bitch I'm getting old. I want to know if y'all can relate. I want to know if y'all still turning up like y'all used to. Some people still are shit. Some people never even did the turning up in high school and college, so their body is just not getting used to it. I don't wore this body the fuck out, bitch. I don't even really need a J, two J's. I don't need two J's. I don't even need a J and a half, bitch. Half a J, smoke that shit and be good. Watch my little show and end my night. Like, I am so old now. It's amazing to see how I just don't need to turn up any motherfucking more. So that was the bitch. Did you see that tweet? If you want to see that tweet, follow me on Twitter at BlackMocha, B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. It'll be retweeted for y'all to look at. Y'all can check out the threads, see what people was talking about under there. I would love to hear if y'all can relate 
We're going to get into word association, association, word association. I feel like I should have a song for every single segment because it's just something new every time. Constance the podcast. Who would have thunk? Constance the podcast needs songwriters. Okay, for those of you guys that are new here, word association is a bowl full of different topics. I pick a topic, I give y'all my opinion on the topic, and I talk for as long as I can until I run out of shit to say. Now, these topics are... They, they range, okay? There, there, there's no topic that is off limits. And let's see what we talk about today. Ooh. This one says friendship breakups. Can we talk about it? Because friendship breakups are, they hurt. They hurt just as bad as breaking up with your nigga, your bitch. Breaking up with your partner. Friendship breakups are equally as horrific sad traumatizing it's like when especially when you really fuck with the friend you lost a part of you i'm sitting here trying to think of a friendship breakup that really fucking hurt me i had a we'll talk about one of the friendship groups that i had friendship group broke up i told y'all that the friendship group broke up over me not minding my business and telling somebody about something that i heard from the other person now when the friendship group broke up it wasn't like I was, how can I say this? I wasn't really in the mix of it amongst the breakup. The breakup was amongst the the, the two people that had the squabble. If y'all don't know the story, y'all got to find it. I talked about it somewhere on this podcast. I ain't going to run it down. Oh, it's the Mind Your Business podcast. If you know Z and you want to know how it really broke up, check out the Mind Your Business episode. That's what it's titled. But anyways, when we did break up, it was sad because I did love all of those friends. And I was hitting up the friends like, hey, is everything okay? I'm not getting any responses. And that shit hurt. At that point, I realized, like, damn, I just lost all my friends. And um, there wasn't much that I could do except for except that I fucked up the friend group and it was gone. It was disheartening. It wasn't terrible, though, because I still had Brianna. If I lost Brianna, man, my shit... If I lost Brianna, man, that would be tragic. That'd be like losing a part of me. You know, your friend is like, I tell y'all, like, friend is like family. Now, I know that a lot of people, like, I tell y'all, I don't have a big family, so I can't really resonate with the whole, like, you know, beefing with your cousins and shit like that. Because I'll see people beefing with their cousins, but then, like, tomorrow they back talking to their cousins. Like, I think some people are okay with the squabbles that you have with your family. But me, my family is very immediate, and I've never been in a situation where, like, I don't fuck with my brothers, so I don't talk to my brothers. If I lost my brothers, my life would be over. And so, anyways, I bring all that up to say that my friends are like my family. So to lose my friends, it hurts. When I feel betrayed by my friends, it hurts. Like, I will never just, like, it's very hard for me to just cut somebody off without giving them an explanation because... It really did hurt, and I can't believe that 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 <laughs> I can't believe that they hurt me like that. So I don't ever want to act too good for a, a discussion with a friend that I love. So I will always reach out to them and let them know, hey, this upset me. I got you know I'll give you room to speak up because this I told y'all it's it's an important relationship to to foster to care for the same way a romantic relationship is important. I love my friends. I care about my friends. And to lose them is something that I don't want to do, especially now. Um, the friends that I have now, these are friends that I've had for years since college. Um, in Brianna's case, in Tony's case, high school, I do care about my friends. And cutting them off is not something that I I want to do. If I have to, I will, but that's not something I dream about. I don't think about breakups. I don't want to lose them. I love my friends, you know. Um 
like I don't know, friendship breakups are just hard. I'm sitting here trying to think of what's like the worst friendship breakup that I have ever had. But by God's grace, anybody that have lost wasn't somebody that I really need to keep around. But that friendship group, it it was it was sad to see. Um, there was another friendship group that I had. I've only ever had two. The other friendship group broke up. That was sad too. It was like, damn, y'all motherfuckers really think like that. Like that friendship group broke up because niggas was saying that Constance and Brianna was ghetto. We was only black girls in the group, so it's like, oh, okay, niggas is racist. Okay, so <laughs> that was like the energy that we got, and that was disheartening too. Cause it's like, damn, y'all been thinking this about me this whole time. It was just hard. It's, it's it's a tough pill to swallow. Like I'll never act like I'm too cool to sit with my friends and try to ask them like to and try to rectify the situation. I'm not a cold-hearted, like, all right, shit ain't working out. They ain't talking to me. Fuck you. Like, nah, that ain't my energy. I will always try to, I want to use the word mend, but not even necessarily mend. Just get to the bottom of everything. I, I, I extend that grace always, especially because I think it's important that you understand why you upset me so that even if this friendship doesn't work out, you know not to do it again. Like, not even to teach you a lesson, but just so that you can understand. I love people to have an understanding of why something ain't work out. But friendship breakups are tough. If y'all ever had a friendship breakup, drop it down below. Let me know what happened. I'm sorry. It's tough. It really is tough. You really do lose a piece of you. Like, if I lost Brianna, I'd be like, what the fuck? I can't even think about losing Brianna because why would I lose family? But if I ever lost her, mm, 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 mm. I'm so blessed. None of my friends have ever died. I'm so sorry to the people that have died. Do y'all ever sit and think about, like, crazy stuff like that? Like, sometimes I'll be like... <laughs> It's probably very telling of me, but I'll be sitting right in my car driving, say a sad ass song comes on and I just think about what if my best friend died and I'm just like, I start crying, but it's like, Constance, why are you crying? She ain't dead. And why are you thinking about her crying? Like dying? I don't know. Does anybody be thinking about shit like that? Okay. Let's go to the next topic. <laughs> I know I ain't the only person that be thinking about shit like that. Like what if this person died and then the sad music is already setting the mood and then you just add into it with the sad thoughts. It's just. Y'all know. Ooh, okay. We pulled out monetizing everything. I think that I have the tendency to want, anytime I jump into something, I'm like, all right, how can I flip this into money? I was listening to a podcast, an interview with Yvonne Orji, and she talks about how that's something that was kind of passed down to her culturally. Um, she's Nigerian, so she speaks about how as a Nigerian, it's just like, okay, you got to do, like, you got to find the next thing. You got to stay busy, basically. And y'all know how I talked to y'all in the other episode about busy work and feeling like you need to do all these things, but you don't necessarily need to do all these things. You're just stuck in that, like, compare, comparative comparison mindset. So you're, like, comparing yourself to other people. You're seeing other people are flourishing by doing these things, so you're doing those things because you think that's what you need to do. But that really ain't what you need to do. I think I move with a monetization mindset, especially also... Not necessarily only because of busy work, but I think busy work is one of them just trying something to set it off for me, but also because I don't see myself working a nine to five. And so because I don't see myself working a nine to five, realistically, I have to come up with a way to make money. And um, so with that being said, I'm constantly looking for ways to get my hands on money because even as we speak right now, I don't even have a stream of income. And so my mindset is like, okay, how can I monetize this podcast? How can I monetize Instagram? Like I'm trying to find a monetization purpose in everything that I do because I need money to get by. You know what I'm saying? But um, when I heard that podcast and I sat and I was thinking to myself, I thought to myself, Constance, is there anything that you do that isn't, that you're not trying to monetize because that drive to want to monetize something can take the fun out of it. Um, I think I lost, I don't even, 
I'm trying to think that I haven't, when I had a business, I don't think it was ever even really fun for me. It was cool to say I had one, but it was just like, everything was just about the money. Like every time I'm thinking about my business, it's how to make more money, how to make more money, how to make more money. I lost in the enjoyment in it. Um, even with the fashion influencer content, me steady thinking, okay, how am I going to monetize this? How am I going to monetize this? How am I going to monetize this? Turning it into a job for me rather than enjoyment. So I think with this podcast, it's great that even though I'm not seeing money from it, I'm not like crying for money from it. And that's allowing it to be like, that's giving me a sense of peace and still keeping it fun for me. But beyond that, y'all know I told you I did pole dancing. I am not going to monetize pole dancing in any way, shape, or form. Y'all know um, from time to time, I like to dibble and dabble in like arts and crafts and painting. I am not planning on monetizing that. That is just fun for me. So I think if there's anybody that is like me and that is constantly looking for a way to monetize something because maybe you don't see yourself working a nine to five, you're trying to figure out the next big thing. Don't lose sight of those things that make you happy. Don't lose sight of those things that you're just doing for fun and don't fail to have just fun activities. Remember I told you that one time somebody was asking me about hobbies or we're talking about hobbies and I was like, damn, I don't necessarily have hobbies. Um, I think I've, was just so focused on like creating content, whatever, that I didn't realize that I do do small things to make sure that I am still having fun. Like writing in my journal, I don't plan on monetizing that. Like there are just things that I have set aside for me to make sure that I am just doing them because I love them and not necessarily because I need to uh, reap the benefits from something. It's also very interesting to me that even though I do want to reap benefits from this podcast, I am not like, I don't get up on podcasts every day with money on my mind. I get up and podcast every day because I just want to get better at it. And not only that I want to get better at it, I enjoy it. Like this morning I woke up, I actually got up early for another reason, like something else forced me to get up early, but I was up and I was like, yes, let me get to podcasting because I love this. Like I love that I love this and I love that I'm doing something that I love. When you find something that you love, just, just do it and don't, don't suck the fun out of it by being pressed to flip it into money. Um, I made one episode and I was like, if you're a post on Instagram, you can, you might as well be an influencer because why the fuck not? And I guess I still stand by that. But also, if you're just posting on Instagram for fun, don't feel the need or drive to flip it into money. Everything ain't about money. And if you're comfortable with your 9 to 5, then enjoy your 9 to 5 and, and have fun outside of work. And if posting on Instagram and getting on the Internet and all that shit is your source of fun, have fun. Everything doesn't need to be a money maker. And and I think when you go in with the mindset of, oh, I need money from this, 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 like I said, you 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 drain the fun out of it. And it becomes a job for you. And when you turn shit into a job, that shit is, I'm telling you, it's no longer enjoyable. When it's no longer enjoyable, you're no longer putting in your best effort. When you're no longer putting in your best effort, you ain't producing good shit. You ain't having fun. You ain't doing shit that, that satisfies the soul. And if it ain't satisfying the soul, why are you doing it? Um, I think because we live in this this hustle culture mentality, everybody's looking for a way to escape that nine to five. But don't let hustle culture bully you out of something that you're cool with. There's nothing wrong with working a nine to five. There's nothing wrong with enjoying work. There's nothing wrong with coming home and having your leisure activities. There's nothing wrong with, okay, I want to paint or, oh, I want to go to the bar and hang out with friends. There's nothing wrong with having fun in life. Life is all about fun. Don't create this, 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 this prison for yourself by forcing yourself to indulge in things that aren't fun and enjoyable for you. If you have a goal, work towards your goal. You know what I'm saying? But if you're comfortable with where you are and life is good and you don't feel like you have a calling or not even if you don't feel like you have a calling, if you just don't want to flip shit into money, you don't have to flip it into money. 
everything ain't about everything don't need to be monetized there's some people that feel called to monetize some shit monetize that shit but for the other people if you don't feel like you gotta monetize some shit enjoy your life and have fun you know I'm glad I'm coming into this mindset because I thinking about it is like so scary. I would have hated to have like kids. It would have been like, okay, what are you doing? You got to figure out a way to turn this into money. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to be that parent that's like forcing someone to do something because I think that that's what they need to do. And now they're not enjoying it, you know, or even that friend that's like, okay, how are you going to flip that into money? I don't know. I just don't want to, you know, my entrepreneurial mind and my entrepreneurial, like my entrepreneurial mindset and my need to to try to come up with a way to make money. Excuse me. I'm trying to I'm trying to to make sure that I don't allow that to dictate everything in my life. I'm trying to make sure that my driving force for everything is not money. I'm really trying to just make sure that the things that I do in life I'm doing because I love them and I enjoy them. And if it can be flipped into into money, then okay, I will, but I'm not going to like bully myself into figuring out okay, what's the next money maker? I don't like operating from that space. It's tiresome, it's draining, and it's just not enjoyable. So, yeah. But we're going to monetize this podcast because, I mean, that's the only way up. I also be thinking about that, too. Not that monetizing it is the only way up, but that's the next step. Like, it just makes sense. You know, you'll be doing something, and then the next step is, like, I'm podcasting every day. It's only going to grow. Audience is only going to get bigger. YouTube and all these other platforms are going to recognize it. And the next thing there is that, just as the system is set in place, you get paid for your views. You know what I'm saying? So that's the next thing. But I'm not forcing myself to get to that point. Like, I'm not creating, which I just thought about this. I'm really not creating to hit, like, the YouTube monetization threshold. I don't give a fuck about that. Like, I'm really just enjoying the process. So everything you do, you guys, make sure that you're just having fun, enjoying it. If you don't have any hobbies or you're not doing anything that 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 you enjoy, find something. Get into something. Try something new today. I came across a post the other day. It was like, when was the last time you did something for the first time? We're putting ourselves in this boring, monotonous life. And then that's when we get to complaining because it's like, oh, my life ain't fun. My life is boring. I need excitement. I need this. I need that. I need that. Go give yourself some excitement. Go, motherfucking. When was the last time you went to the library and got a book that you liked? When was the last time you went to a motherfucking bar and just chilled and vibed and talked to the person next to you? That ain't my type of... That ain't my idea of fun, but if it's your idea of fun, get into it. Like, when was the last time you went to the movie theaters and watched a movie that you liked? When was the last time you got a coloring book and colored? When was the last time you just did some shit that freed your mind and was fun? When was the last time you did something new? Get out of the same boring old rut. I think we convince ourselves that we need all these things to be happy. And it's like, when was the last time you just did something that you wanted to do? Seriously, when was the last time? When was the last time you went to, if you live by a beach, walked to the beach, I mean, drove to the beach and walked on the water? When was the last time you just did some shit? I know I really want to go horseback riding. I got to figure out, I got to get my ass to a stable and horseback ride. I'm just looking, you know, have fun with life. It ain't all about making money. That's the that's the point I'm trying to get to. Okay. Last one. Well, not last one, next one. Ooh. Let's do a brief intermission real quick and then we'll come back and we'll touch on this. Okay. Run the brief intermission. If you're still here, that means you fuck with today's episode. So if you need advice, call in. All right. 240-587-3186. Call in, leave me a voicemail and I'll address it in the next episode. Again, the number is 240-587-3186. Before we get back into the episode, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you are watching this on YouTube. And if you're tuned in on podcast streaming platforms, make sure you leave a review and a rating. 
All right, let's head back into today's episode. All right, you guys, we are back. Ooh, <clears throat> ooh, come on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Excuse me, y'all. Uh, we are back, and what I pulled out was seeing who you don't want to be. Um, I was watching the Easter Ray interview, and I believe she was making a reference to Easter on Insecure, like the character, and and Easter going through her whole phase and running into who. I guess she got a glimpse of who she didn't want to be in that whole phase. And y'all know, if y'all seen Insecure, y'all seen when Issa was just fucking the fucking, yeah. Anyways, uh, it had me thinking, and I questioned, if, has, there any, has there ever been a time in my life where I got to look at a version of me head on that I didn't ever want to be again? And you know what? When I went to college, I remember just thinking to myself, I don't want to be that version of Constance that I used to be um, more so the, the whole phase that in college was when I decided, okay, I'm going to pour into me a little bit more than I have been in the past and, and pouring into me in that instance looked like protecting my energy and not exchanging it with everybody. Also, that was the first year I tried to like get into being a lot less mean to people and, and, you know, whenever I meet someone introducing myself, just stepping outside of the box, I think I got a real good glimpse of who I was in high school. I saw what that looked like. And so going to college for me meant becoming a new person because I don't know anybody at this school. Nobody knows me. And so there is no prejudgment as far as who I used to be in the past. And because I was so uncomfortable with who I was, I decided that I could make a change. Another instance of where I, I was able to look at who I was or even who I am and not want to be that anymore was I remember there was this one girl I was talking to like you know we were getting to know each other and I remember telling my friends every time that I would hang out with this girl like the next day I'll tell my friends like it's something about her I don't like um the sad part is I was still constantly going back to hanging out with her I think a lot of it had to do with just me wanting to fill a void at the time and uh, when I was sitting I think to myself about the things that I didn't like I saw First of all, I noticed that an older version of me was coming out. Have you ever been with somebody and like they start bringing out the worst in you? In this case, I was a lot more argumentative in the relationship space. Like I was ready to go back and forth. I, I tell you all the time, I'm not an arguer. I'm, I'm big on, all right, cool, whatever you win and keep it pushing or removing myself from the equation. And in this case, I was seeing myself be very comfortable in arguing, texting back, blowing up phones. That's something that I had grown from. And so when I was with this person, I was seeing myself revert back to that. I was also seeing that I was very, just like I talked to y'all about that, you know, filling that void. I was just very needy. Um, Also outside of being needy, I was just seeing that this person was, ain't nothing wrong with anybody that sleeps to like 12, 1 PM. I just don't do that. I got shit to do with my day. And if you sleeping that late, that means to me, you ain't got shit to do with your day. So I ain't like that. That's nothing I can't do. That's like a non-negotiable for me. Get your ass up and do something with your day. Okay. Um, you want to do that once out of the week? All right. But every single day I wasn't that like I was just seeing myself being okay with a lot of behaviors that I'm not that I wasn't usually okay with. And when I sat and I realized that I was with somebody that did a lot of shit that I didn't like and was bringing out an older version of me that I didn't like. I got a glimpse of that and I realized that I don't want to be this person again. I don't want to be this person again. I don't want to, I don't want to see this person and be involved with people that take me here. I said one time that who you date is a reflection of you. 
I don't, I, when I said that, I, I made like a snippet and I put it on Instagram and people were commenting like, no, that's not right. You can attract anybody. Like, I think actually the phrase, what I said was you attract who you are. So if you're attracting a bum, that means you a bum. Essentially, I said some shit like that. So people didn't like that verbiage. And I think people don't like that because it makes them, it forces them to realize like, okay, if I'm fucking with a bum, that means I'm a bum. The reality of it is, it's like, yeah, because I don't see why you wouldn't be a bum and you'd be fucking with bums. So anyways, I remember somebody said something along the lines of, no, you attract, you can attract anybody is who you decide to entertain. So again, to me, I'm saying like, if you're entertaining a bum, then yes, girl, you are a bum. You must think you are a bum because why would you give your time to a bum? Um, anyways, I think you can see yourself a lot in the person that you date. I really do believe that. Um, if the person that you're dating is bringing out the worst in you, you have to assess that. If the person that you're dating does a lot of shit that you don't like, you probably fucking with that person because you coincide with the shit that they do. You just can't, you can't be any better than the person that you're dating. If you're dating them and you're comfortable dating them. So I think if you want a good look at who you are, bitch, take a look at the person you dating. Take a look at the person you entertaining because that's going to communicate to you. That's going to communicate a lot to you in regards to how you see yourself. Um, you know, a lot of people don't like to sit with themselves. Or a lot of people just haven't taken the time to sit with themselves. Not that they don't like it. They don't think that that's something that they need to do. So a lot of people don't know who they are, right? So instead of getting to know who they are, they're pouring a lot of them into other people. Like I said, there was a point it's like with this person that I wasn't too fond of being with. I was doing a lot, or excuse me, I think I actually said that uh, when I made a reference to pouring into myself was when I got to college and I was like, I decided to pour into me. Anyways, a lot of people pour into others more than they pour into themselves and they just fail to realize that they are they're just entertain they're just failing to realize who they are that's all i'm trying to get into their efforts are being put into other people and they're not putting any effort into them and they're missing out on who they are they're not even seeing who they are they're not recognizing their flaws and it's when you don't do that like inner work that's when you start to like finger point at everybody and you don't have, you don't take accountability for the shit that you do wrong in relationships. Like you have people for me, for instance, I'm getting upset with this person because they not texting me back or they not meeting the standards that I have set for what I want in a relationship and me not assessing and realizing that constantly you can walk away and I'm staying in it and I'm, I'm bickering and texting them and calling them and trying to get them to be who I want them to be. That's me failing to see what's in front of me. And then we label it as like love or, or bliss. or we label it as wanting to, to fix a person or hoping that they'll change. And it's like, you're just not looking at life with your fucking eyes. You're just not paying attention. You're not, you're not, you just ain't taking accountability for your faults either because you're so quick. I was so quick to finger point, blame everything on that person and not take accountability for the fact that the reason why this is the way it is. The reason why I'm even in this relationship is because I decided to stay in it. Like you can't change anybody, but you can also, you can also, you can always, excuse me, change who has access to you, change who you involve, who you involve yourself with, who you engage with. All in all, I think this is just, uh, bitch, if you aren't happy with your relationship, if you aren't happy with the people in your circle, if you aren't happy with the people that you hang around, you're probably hanging around them because you are just like them and until you realize that you are just like them and make efforts to change yourself you're going to continue to be around the same caliber of people that you don't fuck with allegedly don't fuck with you can see a lot about yourself and learn a lot about yourself 
based off who you hang with. And that's why I say I see a lot. I, I, I can tell a lot about a person based off who they hang out with. And I stand by that one. I always say that, like, if, if somebody do some weird shit to me and they dating somebody, I'd be looking at the person they dating like, all right, you must be weird, too, because this person is weird. Like, you know, I don't know. Just niggas be all funky shit and niggas be all funky shit because that's who they are. And they hang around people that do the same funky shit. Birds of the same feather flock together. I stand by that wholeheartedly. People don't like that shit. They don't like to hear it because they think that it's it's a downplay on them. But the reality of it is it's okay to have some fucked up. It's, it's okay to to have been a version of yourself that you no longer are. It's okay to realize that, hey, maybe I do have faults and I need to change them. Like, we've all have, we all have a past. We all have done some fucked up shit. It's okay to have been a worse version of yourself as long as you're making the efforts to change and become a better version of yourself. So anyways, I have originally pulled out was seeing who you don't want to be. And I have definitely been there. And um, I noticed it a lot in the people who I was dating. The people who I was dating showed me a showed me who I was. And when I recognized that, I was like, okay, I need to take a step back and change who I am. And then um, just in taking time to reflect on my actions, I got to see who I was and I got to decide, like, do I still want to be that person or do I not want to be that person anymore? And I made those changes accordingly. So that's all I have to say on that. We're going to end word association. We're going to move on to today's advice column submission. And today's advice column submission is actually an advice column submission. So shout out to the person that left this submission. It reads, Dear Constance, Constance, there's this guy I have a huge crush on, but the problem is that he works at my school. I'm torn between shooting my shot and just letting something happen if it does. Mostly because I'm not willing to jeopardize my education if it goes wrong. What if I get to know him? And don't like him at all. And he like falls in love with me and then tries to make my school life hard. Laughing emoji. I don't have any thought in my mind that if I approach him, he may reject me. Dot, dot. It's just that I don't want to create a bad situation. I had it made up in my mind that I would just let it be. But I can't get this my, this man off my head. I haven't had a crush in like years. I literally get weak and hot when I see him. It's one of those things where it's like if it happens, then it happens. But at the same time, I feel like you miss all of the shots you don't take. Girl, I don't get what you mean by you not willing to jeopardize your education. And how could he make your school life hard? Like, if you know that you have a hard time balancing a relationship and education, education comes first. Don't pick the relationship. If you think he's going to sabotage your school life, I just don't see how that's possible. Um, I think, first of all, know yourself. If you ain't capable of juggling the shit, don't juggle the shit. Focus on school because niggas always going to be there. And if the nigga work there and the nigga can keep a job, he probably going to be there to the day you graduate. So you can always shoot your shot at the end. But I also do believe in just shooting your shot. I think all this worrying about what if, what if, what if, what if. If your intuition is telling you that it's going to be bad for you, trust that intuition and don't go for it. But at the end of the day, life is here to teach you lessons. You take your shot. Let's say the nigga fucks with you. Shit goes bad. At least you tried it and you learned shit goes bad. I don't really see any wrong in the situation. I feel like you're in full control of whether or not your education is good or not. So know yourself. If you can if you can handle the two, handle the two. It ain't even nothing to really handle yet because we don't even know if the nigga going to say yes. You saying the nigga ain't going to reject you. We don't know if the nigga going to reject you. That ain't nothing to focus on. Don't worry about rejection or the nigga fucking with you. Just shoot your shot if you want to shoot your shot. If it was me, I would have been shot my shot yesterday, girl. And I would have knew if the nigga was going to fuck with me or not going to fuck with me. And I would have went on from there. But... Do not let nobody fuck with your education. If you can't balance the two, focus on school. Because this nigga going to be there. And if this nigga ain't there when you done, it's going to be another nigga. 
But I get you on having a crush is cute. I haven't had a crush in a long obviously I haven't had a crush in a long time. And with my girlfriend, when we had a crush on I shot my shot. As soon as I seen her, I was like, Oh, I think you cute. I was actually I was like, <laughs> I like girls, you know, little baby lesbian. I like girls and I think you cute. And she was like, I think you cute too. And then it was just having a crush is so cute. Those are cute days. Okay, um, I hope I gave you good advice. Let me make sure I touch on everything. Girl, if you get hot and weak in the knees, honey, just speak to the nigga. That's it. Shoot your shot. That's it. That's all. And, and move forward with that. So I hope I answered everything that you that you wanted to know. I think I did. Good luck on your school, girl. Hopefully you graduate with flying colors. And if y'all have advice for this person, leave them down below in the comment section. If you guys need advice, give me a call, 240-587-3186. If you need advice, I'm the girl to call. Constance, the podcast got you all. Um, you can also click the link down below in the description box or in my Instagram bio. That will take you to my advice column, and there you can leave a written submission. All written submissions are anonymous. If you call me, your voicemail will be played here on this podcast, and I will address all submissions here on this podcast in tomorrow's episode. Leave me a review and a rating if you guys loved. Oh, wait, hold up, hold up. Look, I'm getting ready to end it. We got to let's get deep, honey. Let's get deep. Let's open the box. We're going to pick something random. Deep. Have you ever cried at a movie? Which one and why? Y'all want to know something? <laughs> something so funny. Have y'all ever seen the movie Hot Chick? Oh, Damn, I don't even know the name. Hold up. Let me look up the actor. Hot chick cast. Oh, Rob Schneider. It has Rob Schneider, Anna Ferris, Rachel McAdams. It's, it's one of them white comedy movies from back in the early 2000s. Funny movie. It's a comedy. And I uh, actually ended up... I cry a lot for movies. I cried because there was a scene where uh, the main character's brother is like... I accept you for who you are. And it was just a full circle moment because he had been showing signs of being gay. and His sister um, accepted who he was. And anyways, I cried. I'm sitting here hitting the J. I'm looking at Brianna and Amber. I'm like, hopefully they don't notice I'm crying, girl. I was crying. I cried during movies, okay? I get really emotional during movies. I cry. Any movie. The, the movie ain't even, I don't even think anybody was supposed to cry during that scene. I just cried. I cried. And then I think because I was hitting the J, my emotions was heightened. I'm a cry baby. I cry all the time for movies. Um, is there another movie where I have cried? I don't know. I just think that that was really funny that I cried during that movie because it wasn't, it's, it was a comedy. Um, y'all got to check that movie out. It's hilarious. I think it's on Hulu. I think we were watching it on Hulu. Check it out. It's Hot Chick. Um, it's a real old movie. But when I was watching that movie too, I'm like, damn, the jokes used to be raw. Like, if you watch an old 2000s comedy, even like a 1990 comedy, the jokes are raw as fuck. And nowadays, I feel like comedy is so watered down. I feel like just TV in general, the media is like they do their part in being sensitive because they're, you know, I mean, nowadays, I don't know what it is nowadays. Like, niggas, you just can't say the shit that you wanted to say back then. I can't even think of an example of a rough, raw comedy. But like, God forbid, nowadays in a movie there's some shit like that. I don't even watch movies. I don't watch the newer movies that come out. I don't even know what movies are in the movie theaters right now. I don't keep up with the shit because I just feel like all that shit is watered down, overly sensitive. There's a lot of representation. I ain't mad at it. I just think that raw comedy, dry humor, like that's the shit that gets me weak. And all that overly sensitive shit is just like, it just doesn't entertain me. All right, you guys.
my hair. Let's talk about it. I'm like sitting here torn between. I have two hairstylists that I'm going back and forth about. The the two hairstylists do different styles. So one hairstyle has one hairstylist has, does one style that I'm considering. The other does another hairstyle that I'm considering. And I'm just going back and forth about which style I should do. I see that they're both available this week, so I'm just like Constance, just pick one and go for it. And then also, I'm just like, why don't I? I could just let my mom cut my hair low, relax it, and do. I don't know, y'all. When it comes to my hair, I just can't choose because I'm like, I just need like 10 heads. I wish I could just like have 10 heads. That's what they need to be figuring out a way to do, to clone our heads, right, so I can have a different hairstyle every day. Like, fuck a wig. Just cut the head off, put the head somewhere, put on a new head. The new head got my hairstyle, and we can move it like that. Um, I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. As I was saying, if you love today's episode, give me a review and a rating. I really need, I want 15 by the end of the month. We're still on 11. So please, y'all, after today's episode, make a shake for me. Um, head over to the Apple podcast app to leave me a review and a rating five stars and say what the fuck you got to say in regards to the show. Leave me a comment down below, like, and subscribe. If you're watching this on YouTube, if you're listening to this on podcast streaming platforms, please um, download and subscribe to Constance the Podcast wherever you listen to me One. For those of you guys that didn't know, this is a visual podcast, so you can watch me on YouTube, or and to watch me on YouTube, just search for Constance the Podcast, or you can listen to me on the go, uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all the podcast streaming platforms, just search for Constance the Podcast. Follow me on Instagram, you guys, at Constance the Pod. Follow me on TikTok, at Constance the Pod. Follow my personal pages, at Black Mocha, B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. I'm on Twitter, I'm on TikTok, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Pinterest. Follow me on all of those uh, the bitch did you see that tweet has been retweeted it is on my twitter at black mocha screenshot this let me know you made it this far post on your instagram story and tag me tag at constantly pod i love you guys i appreciate you guys i think that's all i have to say i'm sitting here thinking y'all know i can never i really should write them down i've been saying this since like episode like i've been saying this let me write them down but i ain't wrote them down i don't do that um <laughs> i love you guys i appreciate you guys i'm about to go to the gym and enjoy my day i hope y'all have a lovely day make sure you guys do something that's good for your body even if you know you aren't into working out stretch before you go to bed stretch while you listening to this after you listen to this just just make sure you got your mobility you know make sure you're healthy make sure your body is good make sure shit ain't too tight on your body um and we getting old take care of yourself do what you can do to make sure you still you can still move okay um i will see you guys in tomorrow's episode Peace.